Welcome to the Two Buff Beards Podcast. This episode's brought to you by WebFit Nation. The standard process for having a trainer is paying big money for an hour of a trainer's time, spending time and money getting to your appointment, working out and going home, and repeat it all over again next week. With WebFit, you have a personal trainer right in your pocket. You can work out when and where it works best for you and your schedule. You got 100% customized workouts, meal plans, and even grocery lists. To learn more, go to www.webfitnation.com. What is going on, Kelvin Franklin? Oh my gosh, man. Hey, um, it's been a good day. You know, the change of season is happening right now. It is. And it's been cold for me, man. Uh, I agree. Dude. <laughs> I agree. I, uh... The past couple of days have been a little chillier, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to pull out the sweatpants. I haven't worn those in a while, and I like these pants, but when I left the house, I was like, it's a good thing that I did. Yeah, man. Because it was like, I think it said it was like 50-something degrees yeah. when I walked, left the house early it this is, morning. It is definitely a lot chillier than what, it's, what it used to be, I mean, for sure. Like, I mean, Texas is still pretty hot right now, but like this Kansas weather, like this, it I don't remember it getting cold this fast. No, it's usually not this early. Yeah. All of August was very much moderate yeah 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 i mean i uh i just was jokingly I, when i was writing a blog yesterday i i mentioned that i would rather it be i would rather be sweating through my shirt me too than have to layer up 100 percent 100 percent man 100 so i like fall because football season yeah but i don't like the change of the weather yeah yeah I would much rather be wearing bro tanks, flip flops, and if I'm wearing anything more, then I'm sweating like a dog. I'm with you 100. I'm okay on with that. that. Yeah, I'm with you 100 percent on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what's got you moving this week, man? What's got me moving is I saw a article come out. Um, I'm gonna leave the name of the company. Um, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna name it. I'm gonna leave that out. But it was a fitness company that provides workouts and it's kind of a multi-level marketing thing they provide workouts they have like online app that you can use on-demand workouts most everyone who's listening to this has probably heard of it maybe even taken part but there's a lawsuit against them for um taking continuing to take money from people who asked to cancel their subscriptions oh wow and um, I actually know for a fact that this happens because uh, Lindsay actually signed up for it three years ago, two years ago, something like that. And the same, the exact same thing happened to her. Wow. And it was like 50, 60 bucks every month. And then they tried sending like overpriced supplements, like extremely overpriced supplements. Uh, continuing to charge her for those and send them to us. And we're like, we don't want them. We don't want this stuff. And they just kept doing it. And it was like a huge pain. I actually, We actually ended up calling the credit card company and having to tell them, do not let this company charge a card anymore because we've already told them multiple times not to do it. So if you've gotten stuck into this, you know what you can do? You can sign up for WebFit. <laughs> Kelvin and I That's are good, right. nice you people. You won't ever have that problem again. Good, nice people. <laughs> and we will, you know, you sign up, you pay for what you want. If you don't, we won't ask you any questions. And we'll put a stop to your payment right away. Absolutely. God, that's <laughs> terrible, man. Yeah. And, and like some of these people who are these uh, coaches are like bragging on social media saying, oh, my company or whoever 
is paying for me to go on a cruise and this yeah. and that. And Lindsay and I, one of her friends was like one of these people and we were like, uh, excuse me, like they charge us yeah. un- with, you know, without telling us or yeah. after we'd already told them not to continuously. So like, you're welcome. You got to go on that cruise. Right. Cause I paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> so there's like a lawsuit for, I want to say it's like $3.6 million. Wow. And when you're looking at, Fifty hundred dollar payments, like that's a lot of people yeah, that they ripped definitely. off. Definitely, that's a lot of people getting ripped off. That's sad. Even though man. I was kind of hoping it was more money, because I know at the end of the day, three point six isn't all that much. This, right, right. In the grand scheme of things, probably these, especially with how many people they probably ripped off. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, that I, we were pretty fired up about that. I at don't my blame you, man. I don't blame you. That's crazy. And I know there's some people in my family who currently use it, and I was a little offended when I heard that my sister signed up for it. I was like, hello. You know I do this for a living, right? <laughs> Goodness. But uh, anyway, I, yeah, I definitely made a point to make sure that that my family members who have used it or are using it were yeah. aware. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Wow. Wow. I don't, I don't think mine tops that one, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so careful out there. Yeah, definitely. Careful. Definitely. Watch those credit card statements if you've already tried to put a stop to your membership. For sure. You know, man, for me, uh, it's uh, gym etiquette, man. You know, you know. I just think it's a lost thing that's just not really talked about or taught. You know, I want to I mean? hear it because I know that you work out in a different type of environment than I do. I don't yeah. work out uh, a place that has a ton of people like yeah, yeah. like you do. So I want to hear it. I'm I'm excited to hear it. I haven't had to deal with this in a while. I've always worked out in the corporate facilities. Like yeah. that's just something I I, I grew up. For what you out. do, you you need all the different yeah 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 variety yeah, yeah. and yeah. So I've stuff. always kind of been in that in that atmosphere, and I just find that. You know, more and more, we're starting to see people that just don't have basic gym etiquette. You know, like just and when I say basic, that means like putting up what you used. You know what I mean? Like you use the 15 pound dumbbells. They have a spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you got them from a spot. It's a very obvious spot. That's right. You got them from a spot. You should be able to take them back from a spot. You know what I mean? Or take them back to a spot. And another one would be, you know, the gym bros, the guys. I call them gym bros because <laughs> they're the guys that go in there like they're big and bad and, and put on a lot of weight on the machine or And whatever. they do quarter reps. Yeah. <laughs> you, they, 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 they Most likely they're not doing it the, the right way, but they leave all the weight there. You know what I mean? Like they do leg press and they left eight plates on the leg press. they want everybody to know. Yeah. So I, I have a problem with that, <laughs> man. Like I, I feel I was raised to, to, to know Especially that. Especially for that because the, the – the uh it's the right there the rack is right literally next. right there i was raised that a part of your workout was racking and unracking your weights like that was a part of it like that's you talk about building strength hey if you can if you can't rack it you can't, shouldn't put it on there yeah i i and I, I always joke but i'm like oh man the worst part about working out is putting all the stuff away yeah because i mean i'm like everybody else i don't want to but i do yeah i don't want to do it but i do it yeah. i'm like because by the end of the workout i'm tired absolutely and, but i yeah Absolutely, and you know I'm the. I, I think that now is the gym, like corporate gyms, are now a spot. And this, I'm I'm obviously um, just my observation. So this is just I'm just speaking from my own experience. I'm not speaking for the other people, but I think that nowadays is more of um, a who's who competition or a fashion show or like meet and greet. You know what I mean? Or like hookup spot. You know what I mean? Like. It's not like back in the day, man, like it, you went there to train. Like that was like what you was there for. Like you saw nothing but people just getting after it. That's you know? why I like the, the uh, like just like dungeon like yeah. workout areas. Yeah. You know, maybe it, it, it's it's just got what you need. 
maybe it's not the cleanest place. I like that stuff. Yeah. I think it's fun. It yeah, makes definitely. Me, I get in that mentality. But then it, not everyone's all worried about, you know, how, what, if they're dressed head to toe wearing the same brand of stuff or whatever have you. I like that. I like a little rough and yeah. around the edges yeah. at the yeah. gym. Yeah. Well, I mean, that used to be a place to where people can go and, and, and really like get after it, you know, like you didn't no use frills. To, people didn't used to go to the gym and feel insecure because there was that like that nobody made them feel that way. You know what I mean? But nowadays, like if you aren't like in Lululemon for female, like you're like not even on the in crowd. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's just it's crazy, man. What, is she wearing Nike? Right. Like yeah. it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Like um, I just feel like it's, that that environment has changed so much, man. And I'm the, I'm the type of person that I like to avoid like all the crowds and I typically use the squat rack in the back in the corner, you know what I mean? And and now like you see people just trying to be all out in front of people, you know what I mean? Like it's just, so it's not, it's not really the same. It used to be a very encouraging environment where like you could look to somebody and they would just know that you needed a spot, you know what I mean? Or you didn't have to go searching for somebody like, you know what I mean? Like I see kids in there all the time that's, that's doing weight that they probably don't need to be doing, but it's just like adults, like my age, don't help them you know what i mean yeah. and that, so their parents are not there with them so like it's i, I just if feel you like see like a teenager and like you can tell maybe he needs a spot and wants a spot but he's afraid to ask too afraid you, to ask do you, do you help him out absolutely absolutely yeah every time someone i see somebody uh doing some like some heavier weights that i know that that that, that i can look at them and tell if that's close like, hey to, you need a spot man yeah i'll just ask him i'll just say hey do you, you okay with that i mean if you need something i got you if you don't hey by all means would you if say that there's like a 16 year old kid and he's like yeah actually i do thank you a lot i appreciate it and then maybe his form wasn't great would you give him a tip or two i always ask because you got a lot of experience but like I mean, a teenager might not have this thought, but sometimes people would be like, "Well, who's this guy?" Like, yeah, I, I know. And, 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 and you don't want to be the guy who's like overly. Yeah, definitely trying and, to give and advice. And in, the, in the gym, I don't look like a jacked dude. Like you know what I mean? I got a big old hoodie on and big sweats on, so I always typically ask him, Zach. You know, like I say, "Hey, man, um, I, you don't." I, I'm not saying you need any pointers, but I'm saying if you want some. I definitely can give you some because I, I I do this lift a lot. I try to give him something that's relatable. You know, I used to struggle with this lift a lot back in the day, and I started doing so and so this way, and so I'll try and do, give it that way. But yeah, I mean, I I feel like we're just raising um, the next generation poorly when it comes to gym etiquette. You know, like it's just not being done the right way. Like it's just not. So we're gonna see um, teenagers that are, that become adults that are just gonna be even probably more overweight, worse technique, you know what I mean? And just it's just going to go be awful from there, you know? <laughs> Funny that you mentioned this because we uh, – I don't know why I just remember this. In high school, we had a class. We had a public speaking class, and one of my friends – who like to work out? He gave an entire speech to the class about gym etiquette. I just thought it was really funny. Dude, at the time I thought it was really. I just thought it was funny. Like, why would you choose that? It's, it's a silly topic. But now when I'm older, I'm like, yeah, it's a good thing you told yeah. that because who knows? You might help one person. Yeah. Act a little bit more responsible. Yeah. Clean from, up after from, the, from a simple thing like, hey, are you using this piece of equipment right here? Like, we don't even say that in the gym anymore. We yeah. just go take it. You know, like it's just entitlement, like up to like a hundred. And you're now. like, dude, I went walked away for one minute to yeah. grab, a, and my towel. stuff is still right here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's just it's turned into a circus, man. Like it's so it's so crazy. You know, 
Um, and, and, and that, that's one of my issues. And then, you know, you see all the, the popular new exercises all the time. Like every week I see some outrageous stuff that, 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 that you just know this person got from social people media. trying to do a barbell squat on top of a Swiss ball. You just see some crazy <laughs> stuff, man. It's just nuts. You know? I see like a video of like somebody doing like reverse hypers and face pulls simultaneously. It's like both great exercises yeah but there's no need to do both. hey we do anything for a like on the gram now. it's funny though <laughs> it's funny we do anything for and sometimes for more exposure. there's i mean not to say that exact example but some of these things they have good use but unless you know what that use is and you have a specific goal like yeah it's just kind of unnecessary yeah yeah it's well you know that that whole on uh, a stability training in general is just a bunch of crap yeah I think it. I, I think there's something to be said for it, but I think there are a lot of people who overdo it. That's what I mean. That's okay. what I mean. That's what I mean. Because you know, the uh, the Swiss ball was actually made famous by. I don't know if he invented it, but he made it famous. He was actually the strength and conditioning coach for the Chicago Bulls in the '90s. Okay. When they were winning all the championships. Okay. And then people started taking him serious because he was he was using it with them. Yeah. I, and I don't know what exercise he was doing. I just heard this story one time, and I thought it was pretty interesting. And then people are like, well, okay, well, maybe this there is something for this. Right. But I don't know how he was using it. I don't think he was doing these crazy things you see on Instagram Yeah, anymore. we take it to the extreme, yeah. right? We got to take everything to the extreme. <laughs> so, but Which, it, but this is a good segue. Taking everything to the extreme more is not always better. That's right. So let's go right into it. Let's do that. Let's go right into it. Um Unless you had something to say. I no, 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 no. I was ready. I'm ready. All right. So um, we were just discussing um, before we were on air about how more is not always better. Yeah. And people have this this thought that they need to be excruciating, you know, soreness the day after. Yeah. They're just debilitated. And if they don't feel that way. They didn't do anything. They didn't get anything done. And it was like, <laughs> well, that was a waste of time. Right, right, so, right, right. Um. And which is it, it can be kind of deceiving because no matter how long I've worked out, Kelvin, you know what? It's funny, like the term is called the, the acronym DOMS yeah. is delayed onset yeah. muscular soreness. Yeah, and I will do hard workouts, and the next day I'll be like, man, I'm surprised I'm not more sore. And then about twelve hours later, it here it comes. You. I'm like, ah, oh, there it is. <laughs> I've been working out for more than half my life, and I. For whatever reason, I still haven't gotten my head around the fact that it's delayed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, anyway, so that's just kind of off topic. That just reminds you, me, though. The, you know, the reason why I, I brought this to your attention because I wanted to talk about it was was because you okay. You may not have have experienced this, but in corporate gyms, a person would sign up for membership, and then they would see a trainer most likely uh, their first like week or so while they were a member. Yeah, they get like a free couple sessions. Right, yeah. right. No, and I, so, I've done it before. Okay, and so that trainer's job is to pretty much convince that person that they need personal training. Sure. Right? And so what does every trainer turn to, right? Well, we're going to turn to all the stuff that you're probably bad at, right? And I'm going to make you feel like you had the best workout of your life. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Which means what? That the way you wake up the next day and you can barely move. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I wanted to talk about it because I was like, man, I, I, I think that <laughs> that ne- – because I see it still in the gym. Like I still see people working out with trainers for the first time, and I can tell that that's that person's first time. You know what I mean? And I can just see that they're doing stuff that's totally outside of their scope. Like they should not be doing some of the stuff that they're doing, right? But I know that trainer is trying to get that sale. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
I do think that as a trainer, you know, you want to put them through a good workout, but you don't want to embarrass them. Yeah. And I, you maybe want to point out some areas that they could use some improvement or some more focus, but um, my even if it's not their first time, even if it's their 100th session I've had with them, you don't want to embarrass them because a lot of the times these people – uh, you know they they're hiring somebody to change to help them make a change because they are insecure about something so yeah. if you they're going to hire you and then you're going to make them feel bad about themselves yeah <laughs> and, 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 my, and my, my thing is the fact that Zach like they already know they're out of shape like yeah. do you have to tell like do you have to make them feel that way too like they yeah. already know like it's not like they came into the gym thinking they were Michael Phelps and just about to crush it, you know, like that's not what they thought. They already, they came to the gym, signed up because they know they need some help. Yeah. And so like, it's, it's no need for that. You know? And and same goes for the opposite direction where the person comes in by themselves with no trainer and they're on their first week of training. What does that person do? They go for, they look for the hardest workout they can find because they feel that more is better and they, they got to get their back. makeup for lost time. You got it. You got it. So they, so they go out, they go over and beyond the call of duty for what they should be doing. And they can barely move the next day. They, you said they send you text messages like, Oh my gosh, man, you know, stepping down the stairs, just, kills me or i can't even sit on the toilet you know stuff like that I'm like <laughs> using the handicap rails yeah like when they're going to the bathroom what are you doing you know what i mean like what are you what are you doing it's just it makes no sense to me why people would want to do that to themselves yeah and a lot of times um almost every session if i have with a client i'll be like oh how'd you feel after that last workout just get a little feedback just hear what they had to say how's your body feeling and sometimes I'll get those people who are just like, oh, I wasn't sore at all. Yeah. Like they like want to tell me they weren't sore. Yeah. Which, you know, it is good information for me, but I can tell in the tone that they're using. They're the trying to say that. That you didn't get me. That's that right. wasn't hard. That enough. I won. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or they're like trying to like prove like, I don't know, that they're. Superior or some, of some sort. They, like, from, oh, from the last the trainer I had, I was so sore. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not. Being sore isn't a barometer of whether or not it was a good workout. Not at all. Not at all. And you know what? Let's break that down because I think that's very important that we should break that down. So we can make, so let's just say soreness um, for everybody that's listening. Soreness is just muscle damage. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's pretty much when you're working is. out. Yeah. You're tearing your muscles. Yeah. Yeah. And so they have to rebuild themselves. That's right. And that's right. Th- I mean, it sounds bad, but you're tearing that's your what muscles. You're doing. That's it's going to be a little yeah, painful. That's what you're doing. So you, you, we can, we can say that, you know, muscle damage has to happen on some level for you to be able to have, you know, lean muscle gains or for the repairing process to take place, period. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just has to happen. So we're, I'm not saying that muscle soreness is a bad thing. I'm saying that there's a limit on how much you should have. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because obviously that muscle soreness is going to give us some good biofeedback and telling you, hey, you probably did just enough or, hey, you probably did way too much, you know? And I just think that that conversation isn't had enough because people don't know the difference of what they should be experiencing to what they shouldn't be experiencing. Yeah. So in a good um, rule of thumb, and it's not perfect science, but a good rule of thumb, and I do this myself still because there's definitely been times that I'll overdo it to myself. And just because I was able to complete the workout doesn't mean that's an appropriate amount of work that I should have put myself through. Um, anything past maybe – I'll say 72 hours at the very most. If you're sore past that, then you, 
it's not like you're continuously still growing and growing like for four or five days. And I have been, I've done it to myself where I was sore for six days. And then it was like, what the heck did I do to my body? Like, that doesn't mean that I was like, I probably did more harm than I did good. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, there, there's, if you're sore past that 72 hour mark, you know, maybe you can kind of still feel that it was there. Like you worked out on Monday, maybe a little bit by like, Wednesday night or Thursday, but by Friday for sure you should be feeling fine. Yeah, you you won't you won't. That's it, a very very top limit. Yeah, really, it should be like forty eight hours. Yeah, there there is good soreness and bad soreness. You want you want the ability to be able to go perform the next day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like if you're so sore to where you can't perform the next day because you're so sore, like that's bad. Like you don't need to be that sore. You know what I mean? Like you 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 want to be able to go in the gym and have a repeat bout effect. So like you want to be able to go in there and be your best self. The following time that you go do something, and if if you're so sore to where you you're not allowing yourself to do that, then there's a case to be made that you're probably you know limiting your gains. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, I remember when we were young when we knew nothing about training. We just liked being at the gym and we were doing it so we get better at sports. Absolutely, I remember and even and I didn't even do this as much as some of the other guys, but I remember there was one guy in particular. I remember. <laughs> he wanted to uh he wanted to do bench press literally every day. Really? And I was like, you know, I'm not really sure, but I think I heard that that you were actually probably doing more harm than good. Absolutely. And he was like, Well, I don't know, we'll see. And like he literally wanted to bench press every day and it was just like All right, man, like I don't know. I don't really know what I'm talking about, but I, that just seems like maybe we should work something else. And this we were like fifteen at the time. But it was it's just funny, like you can have a full body workout and do that multiple days in a week, but you need to work those muscles in a different manner. Maybe do squats one day, mm-hmm. and then maybe the next day you're going to do like some lunges or mm-hmm. you do some hip thrusts. Mm-hmm. Like you can w- work the same muscles if, as long as you're not doing like a whole day on that muscle. Yeah, definitely. Then you can you should be able to work them the next day. Yeah, you, you know but if you're killing yourself to the to like you're going to failure. There's no way you should be working that the next day. No, not at all. A good a good rule of thumb is that if you're so sore to where you don't want to move the next day, like you're doing yourself a disservice because now you're going to become less active. You're probably going to make less. You're probably going to make worse nutritional choices. You know what I mean? Like so a lot, so many things feed off of you doing too much. You know what I mean? Like is yeah, exercise is one thing, but like everything outside of that is going is going to take a, a pitfall as well. Yeah, so I mean, just real simple. If you were, if you do that, and it, there is a little bit of trial and error to find out your own body and absolutely what you're capable of. If you haven't worked out in a very long time, or maybe not at all, there is going to be a little bit of trial and error to find out what is an appropriate amount of volume because each person is a little bit different. Um, but if you realize, all right, that I'm really sore, like if you're going to repeat that same workout, you just need to taper it back a little bit. Maybe you did three sets of fifteen. Maybe you do three sets of 10 the next time or you do two sets of 15 so just you know and, and it can be very subtle differences and that's all it takes yeah i mean they, they call it so what you're talking about um is like they call it like max recoverable volume you know yeah. what i mean like so like you would want to say I, I always tell people i break it down in terms of hard sets because everybody has so like you may have like you when you take your clients to a workout you may they, they may do like one warm-up set and then they may have like two challenging sets yeah so like you want to be able to to at least count 
how many hard sets that you had in that workout, you know? So like if you were doing uh, squats per se, it may take you one or two sets to warm up a little bit to get up to a weight that where you feel is challenging. And then you may do two hard sets after that, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, working sets. Right. So like the next day, if you're if you can't walk, then two hard sets is too much. You know what I mean? Like you may need to do one hard set. You yeah. know what I mean? And then so you want to progressively get better over time and your body will adapt. So you'll be able to get stronger over time and do more hard sets. But you don't want to do more than what you can recover from, because I think that people forget that the body adapts. So like if you're trying to do eight hard sets today, then what are you going to do a year from now? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just so it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you know what no, I mean? no, 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 no. Um, yeah, absolutely. Like, if you're going to do a uh, three sets of 10, I would recommend that you, uh, you just, just, we'll use the squats again. It doesn't matter what the exercise is. Say you're going to do three sets of 10. Well, you're not just going to jump under the bar or, you know, even if they're bodyweight squats, you're just not just going to start usually with that weight. Do something a little easier. Maybe if you're doing bodyweight squats, you can make it easier just doing sitting on a bench and just standing up it's not absolutely it's just sit to stand sit to stand or maybe you do a really light uh weight leg press or you do like a stability ball squat with the ball up against the wall it's a little bit easier so yeah you you need to ease into it a little bit but don't necessarily count those and then again like you just be careful like at the beginning i would err on the side of caution yeah definitely i i, I would too i, I just man it's just but it's, and i do think it's important to point out um physiologically women are more sore it's not a perfect rule but generally speaking women are more sore i don't know if you've heard this or not um in the 24 to 36 hour range post-workout and men it's 36 to 48 hours so like for me i know that holds true because if i do squats on monday the time that i'm most sore is like wednesday morning and like all of wednesday during the day so it's it holds pretty true for me, but it's not perfect. But it is something to remember because so if you're a man, for instance, and you're like, you know, I'm really not that sore. I'm going to do the same workout again. And for some people, they can repeat the same workout multiple times in a week. But, let, you know, yeah, you, into, may not, you may not have given yourself enough time to recover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you may be just unless you're sure of what your body's yeah. the stresses that it can handle. Yeah. Maybe give it another day before you jump into it again. I agree. Um, so just something to kind of keep into consideration. I agree. Um, so for people who are sore, you know, maybe they do, they, maybe they did overdo it a little bit and they're just going through that trial and error period. What kind of recommendations would you give people to try and help get past the soreness a little bit sooner? Get, stay active. So like a a big thing to do maybe, so I wouldn't say go in and do that workout again, but I would say, Hey, maybe you should go in and do some, some cardio, um, a lot of time it just takes you to get to, get your blood pumping a little bit to kind of help aid that recovery some. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say something active outside of what that workout they did that actually got them sore. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I was going to say. And it sounds counterintuitive. Um, like, oh, I don't, I don't even want to move right now. My legs are so sore. It's like, yeah. I promise you if you go walk for 20 minutes and yeah. you come back, yeah. they'll, they won't feel as tight as Absolutely. they did when you started. Absolutely. And I've even done it where – it won't be a lot at all. Maybe I did do a heavy squat day and my legs are super sore. I would do something like very light, very light. Like, you know, maybe I did like a four sets of eight. Yeah. And I'm pretty sore because I push myself. I might actually go do body weight squats, something much, much lighter in volume and weight 
maybe I'll do like two sets of 20 body weight squats yeah. just to like get some blood flow Absolutely. to the area yeah. that that it, was damaged. You got that blood yeah. pooling in those muscles, yeah. more nutrients, get blood flow, oxygen, yeah. nutrients, to those, those areas. And it sounds counterintuitive. Like, Oh, I'm going to go work the same area that is like, is, is excruciating pain right now, but it does help. Yeah. It does help a lot. And like, you know, running, if your legs are sore walking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it does help. It yeah. sounds counterintuitive. It's hard for some people to wrap their mind around, but it, it does make a big difference. I've yeah. definitely noticed that. You, you know, so so this this is my last point that I wanted to make was that, you know, a lot of times the – a lot of times the conversation for muscle soreness needs to be different because – Yes, muscle soreness can tell you that you had a good workout or that you did enough in terms of to aid in terms of lean muscle gain, right? But th- that's only a byproduct. The factors that lead to muscle soreness is the things that we need to track. You know what I mean? Like um, progressive overload, making sure that you're getting stronger over time. The person that's using 10 pounds for a dumbbell bench press you know, by the end of four to six weeks, maybe you should be trying to shoot for 12, you know, yeah, 12s or, or 15s, you know what I mean? Or the the guy that's doing bench press with 95 pounds should be trying to do it with, you know, 135 pounds, you know, down the line. Um, another thing is maybe is, not in that, maybe not that directly one ninety five yeah, straight not, to not, not, not straight too, but I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, over time, I mean, you want to definitely try and pro- progress, you know, those loads. Yeah. I completely agree. If you're not, if you're doing the same stuff over and over again, you're, you're going to plateau. That, exactly. That's a fact. Yeah, exactly. So either, maybe it's not weight. Maybe it's, um, you can adjust that by the number of reps. Absolutely. That's another good one. Or you can That's do still progressive uh, overload. The, you can track the amount of time that you're resting in between the sets. Still progressive. So and, and varying all of those things, yeah. varying yeah. all those things is, is an excellent way to, to keep the body Absolutely. guessing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Your- and, and so then then you can say that, that now, you know, it's not so much of how sore I am, but it's, it's how much am I getting better over time and then you can also take the feedback of how your body feels the next day but don't let don't let soreness dictate if you're doing the right thing because trust me you can go do a hundred burpees and be sore does that mean you're getting some lean muscle not at all you yeah. know what i mean um it just means that you, you did something different that your body's not accustomed to yeah i've been sore in my chest from doing burpees before right but that doesn't mean my chest really got any stronger exactly <laughs> exactly so i i think that that's what i, I really want to get that across and in, to people to, to understand that it's soreness is not the gauge you know what i mean it's just a way of getting feedback from your body yeah maybe it is to a certain extent right but it is by far it is not definitely without question not the only gauge absolutely of whether or not you're putting in any sort of work and you're challenging your body so i i think we can you know beat this horse all day but you know i just i remind people all the time and people just need to remind themselves like yeah you went there you did the work you challenged yourself you you live to fight another day, if you will. That's right. That's right. And that's that's, that's what I live by. You're not going to conquer Rome in a day. Not at all. It didn't. You know, however many years you were, you know, sitting on the couch doing nothing, it's going to take you some time to to reverse that. It's not going to happen in a week. So absolutely, you just got to be patient. Absolutely. and take baby steps. Absolutely. All right, man. I think uh, I think we kind of hammered it in there. We'll wrap it up. Keep listening, guys. Let us know what you want to hear. Um, if you're enjoying us. Give us a rating on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, whatever you're using. Uh, Hopefully you say nice things, but just give us a rating if you will. Take two seconds and uh, keep tuning in. 
Have a good one. Peace out.